Hey, 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 folks. Welcome back to Street Catchers Episode 5. I'm AB and... I am Captain America. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> That's so stupid. I'm Jack. We'll be talking about that scene later, but... <laughs> just so everyone knows... Just so everyone knows, he doesn't tell me ahead of time what he's going to say. So I am, I'm always excited. I've never known what he's going to do, and it's always great. <laughs> so what's going on, everybody? Uh, it's been a it's been a hell of a week. I'm I'm very excited to uh, to talk about the episode. <clears throat> what, what were your first impressions? Oh man, um, very much character heavy, character moment heavy. Um, obviously, it's the uh, it's the penultimate episode, so you're not going to get a lot of like final battles or anything like that that's really setting that up for our final episode next week. Uh, but I, right. I did really enjoy this episode and everything that they got or that we got. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for it, for it being a very uh, plot and character driven episode, um, you, you, we, we still get that fight that we've been wanting to see at the very beginning, but not a whole lot of action after that um, in a good way. Uh, in a good way, we get a lot of character development uh, mm-hmm. for. For Bucky, for Sam, a uh, little closure for Zemo, a uh, little blink and you missed it scene with Sharon that I'm really excited to talk to you about <laughs> personally because I, I think I, I think I caught something that that you might not have. I well I don't know. Um, we'll get we'll get to that. Let's not. Do you have it? it? Okay. <laughs> we'll get there. But I I I think I caught it on that second listen or that second okay. watch that I I caught the other day. Cool. Cool. So but we'll, we'll get to that, but let's start. Let's start where they started. Episode yeah, let's dive ends. into the fight. What's that? I said, yeah, let's dive into the fight. Yeah, right. So episode four ends in this dramatic fashion, and then we pick right back up there. John Walker fights Bucky and Sam. Only real action we got, but uh, it was very satisfying. Yes, hey, John Walker kind of secludes himself and and you know, kind of talks and psychs himself up. Uh, to keep carrying on, uh, you know, we all know that it, he knows that he made a mistake. And, uh, you know, Sam and, and Bucky come and confront him. And that leads to uh, to the showdown of the episode. Yeah. And I think probably the line of the episode, like, you don't, you don't want to do this. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> and we all want you to. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a great fight. I, I think you, mm-hmm. you got to see Bucky get to shine a little bit. Sam got to shine a little bit. Um, John Walker goes full heel here. I mean, he's trying to kill Sam and, and breaks the wings. Yeah. Sam gets his wings clipped again. Mm. Which, How do you feel about that? I mean, it obviously it builds to, to what we're going to see next episode with a, you know, probably a new suit, but in the moment, what did you, what did you think? I wasn't surprised. Cause I, I, I don't want to say I caught a spoiler, but I, I think I told you about this. I saw a leaked action figure, so I kind of know where things are going. I don't want to say much more than that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I so I, I, it was just kind of like, okay, whatever. But I think it's going to set up, it's going to set up two things. Um, one, what's in the box next week, and another mm-hmm. thing we can get to in a little bit as well. But I, I, okay. I didn't feel too bad about it. Um, it kind of was what it was. And I thought that it was a really, I thought it was good as far as uh, just showing John Walker has legit snapped. He's, he's Oh my God. Yeah. Not a good guy at all. He's, he's a legit bad guy. No, I mean, you can, everything that he says is, is like a, a, a villainous quote. I mean, why are you making me do this? You know, he's, 
He's crazy. He's he's so out of it. Yeah, the, I I like the spot where they're they're at, they're getting the shield off, and it's mm-hmm. like they finally get it. And it, I I thought for a second they ripped his arm off. Just that. No. Yeah, because like, and he makes that blood curdling scream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was brutal, but uh, fun fight. I don't know. What, I don't know if you caught this, but I was really in love with the cinematography of the scene. They did a really good job, especially with Sam. I thought. Yeah, I think that just the the show in general has done so well with the cinematography, just in yeah. terms of they they help make it really seem like bigger than a show, right? It's not just that standard shoulder to shoulder thing. It's a it's a legit movie style um, presentation. But some of the mm-hmm. shots, like you said, with Sam, or I, my favorite one was Bucky has the shield. He's he's standing up. Everyone else is on the ground, and there it's like a, it's a wide shot. And there's that sun kind of trickling in from the side. I just thought that was gorgeous. Makes for a good like desktop background or something. It's a very good, uh, good yeah. shot for the show. Yeah, yeah, it was it was beautiful. And then uh, did you think? So you've been saying for weeks that you think Bucky's going to end up with a shield. Well, I don't know if I think. I hope it strongly. Um, I, I would really like to see Bucky with the shield. Yes. Well. Did you think that that was his moment where he got it? Or were you surprised that he dropped it and gave it back to Sam? Uh, I'm a little impressed with him that he, that he, get, he gave it to Sam once again. Um, it's not out of his character, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that, you know, it seems like every time um, that Shield and Bucky are in a fight together, he, he ends up with it at some point. Yeah, <laughs> and he looks good with it. <laughs> whether it's him and Cap versus Iron Man or whatever it is, yeah, he's, right. I, I, yeah, later on in the show, and they're actually like playing with it. We'll get to that in a bit, but I mean, it was just again cool. It, he looks, it, it looks good on him, right? Where he's right catching it, throwing it. It's yeah, it's a good fit. Um, I think that uh, back to kind of the cinematography and, and, and the choreography of this fight. Um, I thought that they did a really good job of uh, making Sam interesting in a super soldier fight. You know, he's the only one without the serum in this fight and he's doing all these crazy, you know, flips and he, he can use those wings almost like they're, you know, a part of him, you know, he, he can glide off the ground and do a flip and then land on his feet and, um, and seeing him uh, hold his own in this fight was impressive. I agree. And there's even that moment where the wings have been ripped off. They've got the shield or he, he has it right. And then Bucky kind of lifts up Walker and Sam just thrusts right into him with the shield. And that's kind when of they snap <laughs> when they snap his arm. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Too. I that was really cool. Like innovative. He's like, he's, the wings are gone, but I'm still here. I'm still trying to get this thing taken care of. So uh, yeah. I thought that was a cool moment. And, and a similar, I agree. Sam did his, he held his own really well. And I actually even wrote down, Steve Rogers would not have lost this fight. No, of course not. Steve Rogers, I'm sorry. He, he, is, he, he could is do awesome. this all day. He's forever Captain America. He would not have lost to a super soldier and a regular guy. No matter how good he is with wings. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, one more note I have on, on Sam here. I, I really liked that the first thing that he did with the shield after Bucky gave it to him was just instinctively wipe some of that blood off. I know he didn't, you know, he didn't make it clean or whatever, but his first instinct is just, you know, try to take care of it, basically. I wrote and that. I, I really like that. Yep, I wrote that down, too. I thought that was a really good touch. 
Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is this. Even though you've kind of soiled this, this is still a reverent thing to us. We still, yeah, we still see this as we used to. And yeah, right. that's a nice touch. So yeah. Um. The next that thing kinda, is, or go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say that kind of closes out that scene, and then the next next thing we have is uh, next thing I've got in my notes uh, is is about John Walker's. Uh, less than honorable discharge. Before we get to that, yeah, um, we see we see Sam and his friend Torres, right? And at this, this is I think this is big because because Sam Torres, they name him for the first time. I think Joaquin. I I want to say he was named before that, but it might have been only in subtitles, and I watched with the subtitles on. Maybe, I, and I could be wrong, but I, that was the first time I remember them saying his name, and I felt like that. Okay. Um, but every time he sort of mentions the wings, Sam ignores it. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he's like, I don't want him to keep him. And so I, the, I, I was kind of curious about that. You know, what, what, why would he not want those, not want to repair them? Do you think maybe he was like, I don't want to be Falcon anymore? Do you think that might have been part of it? Maybe this is the first time he's acknowledging that he has to be Captain America. He can't be Falcon anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of, you know, accepting that this isn't, that he's kind of have to close that chapter again and, or not again, but just close it. And like, yeah, you know, he's now, now he is going to embrace Cap. Yeah, um, I think so. I, I mean, I, I, that's what I got. Or, or at the very least, that he doesn't want wings that are, you know, U.S. government wings because now he doesn't trust the government so much since, you know, they unleashed this new uh, and not improved Captain America on the world. Um, I think that there's going to be some bad blood between, um, you know, Sam. You know, I think, he, I think he sees the military differently now. I think he sees the government differently now. I agree. Another thing I liked about this scene and why them naming Joaquin was so big to me, I did a little bit of research. Joaquin Torres is the second Falcon in the comic. Ooh, thank you for doing these Googles. (laughs) Wings that he can repair and someday perhaps take up the mantle of Falcon. Yeah, and I think that he's, I think that Torres is good with, with electronics. Didn't he, wasn't he fixing something with Falcon in the first episode? I think so. I can't remember the specifics of the scene, but I, I think that he could probably very well fix those and, and take up the mantle. I could see, I could see that being a fun little post credit scene next week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just a thing that, small minor Easter egg setup that, few years from now and whatever show or movie is going to continue the story uh we can see him pop up as a falcon someday it feels like one of those classic marvel breadcrumbs that they they sprinkle out there and you know if people like it you know they'll do something with it later on and if people kind of ignore it then maybe they'll focus on some other stuff you know they're really good about doing that yeah but i so i thought that was a little fun and i'm glad i did that quick google search because i I mean yeah into the, the comics but that was pretty cool i thought Mm-hmm. But, Thank uh, you for Googling you brought that up John Walker's discharge? Yes. So he throws a tantrum uh, during his discharge in <laughs> total John Walker form. Mm. Um, so I, I don't think the military is ever going to be wor- willing to, to have him back. Uh, not because, not, not specifically because of his, uh, you know, that the execution of, of that other super soldier. I, I'm sure he has a name, but I don't know it. Um, 
but because he is is unwilling to uh, acknowledge that he needs needs you know reprimanding. Yeah, yeah. I think another really good bit of showing how unhinged he has become, and you know, we've talked about it. It's been alluded to the super soldier serum. It, it enhances who you naturally are. I don't think at this point any of them know he's taken it. I think the character that we're going to talk about in a second, she mentioned that she knew. Right. So that would allude to no one else knows. So nobody really knows he's a super soldier. Um, but obviously it's starting to really mess with his head and, and take him down a dark path. Well, I think that he was, even before the serum, I think that he was kind of headed towards a, a dark path and, and this amplified it. Absolutely. Um, in the way that, uh, you know, could have, you know, probably should have been expected by him once, you know, if, if he took Battlestar at his, at his word in that coffee shop scene in episode four, where they're talking about, you know, oh, it'll make you, it would make you such a good man. You're already such a good man. Well, I mean, nobody knows John like John. He should have known better to take that serum, but he was too damn greedy and he, he wanted to be Captain America too bad. Yep. To yep. not take it, you know? Yeah. So he's 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 getting to that point where he's hitting rock bottom. Um perfect sort of villain moment where he's fully embracing this dark side to him. And then we see uh fun interaction with uh our our surprise hero or not hero, Marvel character that uh, some people were saying so and so and maybe it was power broker and, and but it ended up being someone that I wasn't even familiar with. Uh, did Val you do your Google? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I did. I did. Valentina Allegra de Valentine, uh, or like, I don't remember exactly that's how you say it, but Val. Val. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with Val. Or uh, in the yeah. comics, Contessa. A lot of people call her Contessa. Mm -hmm. uh, Madam Hydra is what she is known as in the comics. Um, Madam has, Hydra. What's that? Madam Hydra. I did my Google as well on that one. I was very, yeah, I was very curious how she was going to play into things. Yeah, so in the comics, she's she's a bit of a love interest for Nick Fury, so I don't know if that will play into something down the road or if they're even going to allude to that at all. Um, for me, it seems like she's probably trying to build a little team and maybe trying to recruit John Walker. I would be down to see that. Uh, a team of villains would be would be fresh for Marvel, I think, for the MCU. Yeah, a league of their own to borrow a DC <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I was a great scene. Julia Louis Dreyfus is great. She kills it as as uh, she can do anything. She yeah. can do any any role. She's fantastic, and I think a very welcome addition to to the MCU. Mm -hmm, uh, I agree. I but yeah, since I mean there wasn't much on that character from the comics, so I don't really know what to expect from from that, but. I, I don't feel like it's a power broker thing at all. I think it's a separate thing from that. I would agree with that. Um, the first time, you know, after after I watched it the first time and I was kind of talking to Kimmy about it, we, we went back and forth. You know, is, were we supposed to think that she was the power broker? I mean, they didn't they didn't say it. They didn't allude to it, really. Um, the only the only thing that really made me think it might be the power broker is, you know, she had that line, you know, pick up the phone when I call. And and the power broker is all about that. So, uh, but I don't I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that that this is the power broker. I think that might be the only time we see her in this show. I don't know that she pops back up enough, unless it's another very small scene like like this one was. 
Sure. I think this was definitely setting up future stories that might be visited on, on another show or, or movie at some point in a few years. I would agree with that as well. Yeah. So, but it was, I, I enjoyed it. I was, I dyed myself up a little bit on uh, who the possibilities were, but I don't, I don't, I was, I don't want to say I was disappointed, but it was like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shared that theory with you that, that Kingpin was power broker. And so this, that would have been cool. This whole episode, I was like, is it going to be Vincent D'Onofrio? Is he going to pop up? What's going to happen? And then, you know, that was, that was her, but it's all right. It was a cool scene. I thought. Yeah. I mean, that's still on the table, though. I mean, that theory isn't dead. Right. I think if we can touch on Power Broker, I guess, you know, for weeks, I sort of felt like he was going to be the overarching villain, sort of pulling the strings. As we come up on on episode six, it's starting to feel like it's going to be a very, you know, last scene or mid-credits scene type reveal. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think we're going to see them come to head with Power Broker at all. I don't think so either, especially not in a, you know, uh, a face-to-face fight or anything like that. Um, I think that since we didn't get a Power Broker reveal this episode, I'm thinking maybe they'll do it towards the end of the next episode. Um, you know, this episode, I don't even think they name-dropped Power Broker at all. Maybe maybe once. I, I, I don't even remember. Right. Um it felt like a thing they were building towards and maybe they still subtly are, but it, it felt like it was going to be bigger than what it is, but I don't, I'm not necessarily disappointed that it's, I feel like it probably would have done a disservice to Carly and, and maybe even John Walker's storylines as well. If they had sort of wrapped those up on episode five and then we had to focus on this power broker that we've only seen once. I think mm-hmm. I'd rather they really give some, um, some breath and life into the Carly and John Walker stories and then wrap those up as best they can. And then also Plus they had to power broker later on. They had to, uh, I mean, they really had to build some, some character development with Sam and Bucky this episode because yeah. their, their arcs, you know, up until now have been very, very unresolved. Yes. Um, with Bucky dealing with his trauma and Sam really not knowing, uh, his place in in the world right now yeah as far as you know do i need to be at home helping my sister do i need to be out saving the world am i falcon and am, am i captain america i mean he's got you know some identity issues to work through sure definitely and then like you said with bucky you know the next thing we we see pretty good segue here next thing we see is is him and zemo which mm-hmm. i thought this was a great scene um I, I i think this is probably the last we'll see of zemo in the show um, definitely not in the MCU, uh, but but I just thought it was a really good interaction. You know, you get Bucky; he's got the gun. You think, oh, oh, it's is he gonna is he gonna finish him off? And then, of course, empty gun drops the bullets, which I thought was a great touch. Was that a nod to something? I keep thinking it's a nod to something, but I can't. I, I think maybe I've seen that image in a trailer for the show or something, and maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I can't remember. But I feel like I've seen like a face and bullets being dropped, and I, I can't think of where it was from. You know, I don't nothing off the top of my head that I can think okay. of. Okay. Um, I, mean, I might check the trailer and see after we after we wrap up, but I don't remember anything like that. Okay. But good scene. We get the we get the Dharmalaje, the Wakandans, and, mm-hmm. and uh, Zemo even mentions I, I went ahead and crossed my name out of your book. I don't have anything against you. It was I thought it was a cool character moment for both of them, really. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And and uh, I think that even if we didn't see Zemo again, that this would be a good, uh, a good close for his story. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I would not be surprised, though, if if we see him again, specifically perhaps in, uh, in Black Panther 2. I think that comes out next year. Since, yeah. But they said they were taking him to the raft, which right. to me, that's the spot in Civil War, right, where they held Sam and... Yeah, that Bob. underwater compound that kind of comes up and and uh, they were holding all of the, uh, all its, uh, you know, Cap's buddies from Civil War. Yeah, so... I don't know. Um, I mean, we've seen people broken out of there already. So right. <laughs> you never know if, if somebody comes along and they need to request the services of Zemo, perhaps Val, uh, but which would be interesting. If uh, I would love it. If, if Zemo and, and John Walker teamed up for some reason, but that would be very, uh, uh, it would be intriguing considering what John Walker is and, and you know, he represents what Zemo hates. So, right. Um, that's uh, yeah. I think I, I think the fact that they mentioned the raft, w- for me at least, indicates that we may see him again. Okay. I don't know. It depends on. Uh, I guess it de- probably depends on demand. You know, I mean, it's Marvel, so if if uh, if the people want more Zemo, we'll probably get it. <laughs> yeah, they did such a good job with him in this show. If this is. Oh the, my God! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just everything is. He's. I don't know the, his, his name in, in real life, but you know, whatever it is, a great actor, fun moments with Sam and Bucky and getting to see him, you know, with the mask and that episode with the shipping yard and, and they're jumping, he's jumping off the containers and shooting everybody. I mean, he, they did a really good job at, at, at uh, furthering his character. So um, if that is the last we see his email, I enjoyed it a lot. Yep. Same here. Same here. He looked good uh, kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you can For add. sure. Um, after that, um, Mr. Bradley, let's talk about Isaiah Bradley. I was, I was wrong. He's, he's back. He was, I, I thought he was just going to be in that one episode that, uh, I, I've learned my lesson. I can't count on, uh, IMDB to tell me. <laughs> no, 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 But, um, man, what a scene. Great acting. Um, again, a good character moment for, for Sam, um and man just getting to to get the expansion on on isaiah's story and and how he came to be it was Mm -hmm. a powerful spot and right kind of halfway through the episode that was uh that was a tough one yeah they uh they really built up the emotion and you you really felt for the guy you know Mm -hmm. um you know we could never understand what he's been through uh, obviously but but he he does a really good job of of conveying, you know, why he is the way that he is and why he doesn't want to be in the public eye at all. You know, he is done with that chapter of his life. He's perfectly happy with his, did you say nephew or grandson? I couldn't remember what the relation was with his grandson, you know, watering his plants out back. You know, that's, that's, that's his piece. That's what he wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then just the whole thing, you know, everything he went through and sort of, Playing up to, he, he's like, he's almost basically telling Sam, don't be Captain America. Like you'll never, they'll never accept you as Captain America. And, and, and I won't respect you essentially, right? Uh, mm-hmm. that, that shield means nothing to me. I'm not the blue hair or blue eyed, blonde hair. Stars yeah. stripes. I don't, that's, that's just, that doesn't represent us. Right. Uh, it's, it's sort of planting more seeds of doubt into Sam as he, as he struggles with, do I take up the mantle or do I not? Felt like he kind of needed that conversation though, right? It felt that obviously he, he went there for a reason to find out and to learn. 
it almost felt like he was going there to maybe accept Isaiah's blessing um, and didn't get it. I don't think that's going to change anything for him, though. No. I think he. I think that was a conversation that he needed to have, um, and you know, ultimately, uh, what he got out of that conversation was, you know, back then the world wasn't ready for a black Captain America, and the world still isn't ready for a black Captain America, and I don't know if uh, Sam agrees or disagrees with that, but I think that he's ready to. Uh, I think he's ready to prove him wrong. I, th- yeah. I think that he's he's gonna he's gonna say no. I am Captain America. It's 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 time. Yeah, yeah. I I, I really hope. I, I mean, obviously, it's where we're it's where we're heading. I don't think that I'm spoiling anything because I mean, obviously, I don't know for sure, but I think that's obviously where we're heading. Is he's gonna accept the mantle by the end of the show? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm wondering if Isaiah will see that and sort of change his tone on. Sam or a, a, a black man being Captain America. Uh, because, you know, as we discussed a few weeks ago on the episode um, where we first saw Isaiah Bradley, his grandson Eli becomes Patriot in the comics. And he becomes a Patriot because there was a blood transfusion and then he ends up getting the serum in him. And that's how he becomes Patriot and he gets the super soldier serum. So yeah. I'm wondering if that will eventually down the road, whenever show or movie it's going to be, where he says, you know what, I was wrong. And somehow he helps Eli become a super soldier and take on the Patriot mantle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he'll change his tune, but um, you know, no matter what happens, if, if there is another Isaiah Bradley scene, um, you know, it, I, I think that Isaiah is going to respect Sam's decision in his own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would love to see him uh, return for, for the last episode. I really, really liked Isaiah Bradley. Same. I, yeah, I would love to see, even if it's another scene like that, and I think it would be ambitious of us to ask for a fight, although that would be pretty awesome. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it would be awesome, but that's not what I'm after. I think that the uh, kind of the wise mentor role really, really works for him. Yes. Yeah, more, more so than you've been, you've been wanting an old man cap interaction Um, i think i mean even like a phone call or something (laughs) (laughs) the email (laughs) facetime me dude (laughs) i think old man cap's dead they talked about him being gone they they referred to him gone a couple times in this episode they did they did i think that was kind of a way to allude to him being dead without you know having a big funeral or or whatever a big elaborate scene Right. I agree. That, and also to sort of tell everyone, hey, don't expect him. <laughs> it's, right. It, you know, it's it's because, you know, you got to respect Chris Evans. And, you know, he had a really great send off and it, would, it wouldn't tarnish that if he popped up in here. It would have made sense. But mm-hmm. you'd also be like, hey, but, if, but if they leave it be, it's fine. It's 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 good where it is right now. Exactly. And you got I kind of have the sense, at least that Chris Evans is like, Enough, guys. <laughs> I've had it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah. So uh, taking a step back to, uh, back to Isaiah Bradley, I think that my favorite part of him telling his whole story was um, his bit about rescuing this band of POWs. Yeah. I think that really echoes uh, the mission from the first Captain America movie where uh, Captain America uh, busts Bucky and the Howling Commandos out. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that was, I mean, that's kind of the mission that made Steve Captain America. 
in my opinion. I agree. That was when the that was when the military was like, okay, he can hang. He he could he could stay and help us. Yeah, without the red tape, really. Right, yeah, because b- before the that, time, he was just doing the the shows, and he was the symbol, not the soldier, and that turned him from the symbol to the soldier. Or at least it's a bit of both. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool. Uh, kind of echoing of their their characters well and a good contrast too right because again that turned steve rogers into captain america unfortunately it did nothing for isaiah bradley he still got punished he still got thrown in jail right. and experimented on and it was it's another sort of uh hypocrisy at least of the u.s government and just that you know the, the country as exactly. a whole at the time exactly so yeah i that could pick up that was a another i agree that was a really good moment yeah, that's all I have about Isaiah Bradley. Unfortunately, I'd love to talk about him forever. <laughs> I know, I know. But um, you know, after that, I think they picked up with more Bucky and Sam. But so yeah, Sam's fixing the boat, and then Bucky comes in and gives him the box. They don't jump yeah. right yet. And, so let's uh, talk but, about uh, let's talk about Bucky coming to help uh, Sam with the boat and his family and everything. I really I thought that was special. I really liked that. I did too. I think they're finally showing signs of a true friendship. Mm-hmm. Like up until now, it was just like a reluctant partnership. Whereas now, it's they 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 they, they they've grown to appreciate each other. They it's almost like a brotherhood. They're, you know, they 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 didn't admit to being friends. They were just no. guys. Yeah, co- coworkers, if anything. <laughs> we're a couple of guys with mutual friend. Mutual friends gone. Yeah. Like a couple of guys. <laughs> yeah, but they but they didn't have uh, you know they're uh, they're waiting on the lead. There's no mission. There's no there's no nothing. You know, Bucky could have you know went back to his uh, you know his furnitureless apartment and slept on the floor if he wanted to, and instead he he decided to you know go check up on his bud and and help him out and and help him with his personal matters. Yeah, I think that was I think that that was a really good moment for Bucky because yeah, again this this whole time he's just sort of been there because he felt like he had to do something. Yeah. Uh, whereas now it's he he actually sees a friend in Sam and they wouldn't have that conversation where Bucky says, "You know, I I, I admit I, I had no idea what it meant to be a black man being Captain America, and I owe mm-hmm. an apology and it you know I, I it made me question myself and you and Steve and." And you know, really breaking that down and really getting to the nitty gritty of it, I thought that was a really great moment for both of them. And that gives Sam the opportunity to move in with some tough love and tell him, you know, you got to stop focusing on other people to tell you what you are and decide for yourself. You know, you've got to, which, you know, is hopefully advice that he's going to take yeah. uh, himself. Right. And, uh, you know, tells him, you know, you got to, you're, you're helping all these people. You're trying to be reformed and help all these people so that you feel better. But really at the core, you need to be doing this to make other people feel better. I mean, that's what being a hero is about. You got to help others. Yeah. Great. And uh, what, what was, what was the, the really key line? He said, you know, that list of, of people in your book, I'm sure there's one person on, on there that, that needs closure and, and you're the only one that's, that's going to be able to give it to him. I yeah. think that, you know, I think that that's insanely true. I think probably, you know, even Bucky says there's probably a dozen on there that need closure. But I'm thinking about that Japanese guy that he's friends with from the first episode. I think that we're going to see him in the the next episode get his closure. And I'm interested to see how that plays out. I agree. That was the first thing that came to my mind when he said that. He's like, there's got to be a dozen. Start with one. And that's a really good way to sort of branch in to go go to that gentleman and, and tell him what happened to his son and 
I mean, obviously they showed that for a reason and you knew that you were going to get some closure for that by the end of the show. Um, and, and yeah, I agree. I think that's the logical next step is Bucky's going to give that man his closure and, and hopefully, you know, well, however that goes is however that goes, but hopefully that works out for Bucky and then he'll be off to the races for our final battle. I think it's going to be really hard for Bucky to do. And I think that the, that his friend is going to take it really well. That's just my guess. Yeah. I think it's going to go way, way better than Bucky thinks. I think that, um, I think he's going to be very thankful to know what happened to his, his, was it son or grandson? I can't remember. I think I, I want to say son, but I can't exactly remember either. I, I think that he's, he's going, I think that he's just going to like having answers and respect him for, for giving them to him. I agree. I think, yeah, I, I, it'll be a nice moment and, and good more progression for Bucky. And, you know, whenever we do see him again after the show, we can get to that next week, but. Hopefully it'll be as a as a a healed in some way version of himself, and he's just this fun guy. Maybe not fun guy, but <laughs> he's, right. just, he's he's alive of the party now. He's just uh, you know a more relaxed, easygoing guy. Yeah, yeah. So. I would like to see that. I would like to see see Bucky with a little more peace at the end of this this season. Definitely, definitely. Um, but another powerful scene. Um, John Walker with Lamar's parents. Yes. Let's talk about it. So John is telling his parents what happened. And they said, you, know, you, you get him. He's like, yeah. And they're like, he's the one that killed Lamar. It's like, yeah, he's the one that killed Lamar. And he's Which is like, a straight up lie. Yeah. And you know, they, they had done that earlier in the episode as well. Mm-hmm. When they, when Bucky and Sam confronted him, he killed Lamar. You saw him. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just another step of him just becoming further and further unhinged. Um, right. And, and he's, he's trying to rationalize what he did because there's, there's a level inside. I mean, I think deep down in his core, he is a good guy and he's just trying to rationalize what he did, knowing that it was wrong, but also mm-hmm. trying to just justify, no, they killed Lamar. Like there's that, that was why I did this. And that was just another step towards him just, not quite right in the head. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. And there's a couple lines. There's a couple lines here. John Walker says, uh, I would never let the person who did that get away. Mm. And then uh, the line, I think it's right after that, His uh, Lamar's mom said uh, that Lamar is resting easier knowing that his killers face justice, which we know who the killer is, and it's Carly. And she hasn't faced justice, and I think that I think that that's going to be. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's that's Walker's new goal, right? Is to oh, kill yeah. Carly. Yeah, I agree, and we we can talk about it now because it doesn't make much sense to put it off. the The mid credit scene where he's sure, yeah, he's putting the shield together, his knockoff version of it's like, yeah, his his Lucky Charms cereal box shield. He, and, and so, yeah, it seems like I, I, I thought before I saw that, well, I, I guess before this scene, at least, I thought that that was going to be the last we'd see of John Walker and that they would really focus on Carly next episode. Obviously, that's not the case. He's not done quite yet. Um, but, yeah, I, it's obviously that he's going to come to head. He's going to try to kill Carly. And mm-hmm. so it'll be really interesting what, what happens, because obviously – Bucky and Sam are going to try to stop her too. So there's going to be a bit of a three-way here, little dance. Yeah. There's a lot of wrong going on here. What, what, who's going to team up with who, so to speak? 
<laughs> if I were to get, I would guess that it's going to echo, you know, the scene in the last episode or maybe episode three. I'm, I'm losing track now, but um, I, th- I think it's going to echo that episode where Sam and Bucky have things handled with Carly and they're talking her down because they kind of agree with her fight. She's just fighting it the wrong way. And even her, you know, I think that she at her core knows that. Yeah. She knows that she shouldn't be hurting people. And Sam and Bucky ultimately can, I think, can get through to her. And I think John Walker is going to show up at the exact wrong time and then stir things up again. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Keep him sort of off screen for mm-hmm. the whole episode until we get to that, that final confrontation. And then he comes in and then maybe Carly and maybe she doesn't team up with them, but it's a common goal sort of thing. Because, I mean, I can't just see John Walker – Obviously, there's no repairing that, right? She killed Lamar. He's out for blood. But yeah. he's also got to be upset with Sam and Bucky for taking the shield and, and right. putting him down and, and now, you know, whatever else is going to happen. Obviously, there's going to be some conflict there. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not Sam and Bucky's fault that, you know, he got fired from the military or, you know, I mean, the only thing that, that he can be mad at them for is a I, I guess you know getting the job done where he couldn't and b taking the shield do you think that that means that he's, he's he wants to kill them or do you think that he just hates them well in the middle of that fight he tried to kill sam so true you know what i mean i don't i don't know that he's out to to kill them per se but i don't think that i think given the opportunity he would okay i think he's that unhinged yeah the super soldier serum is doing it to him. Well, and I think that it's just, it's to borrow a Star Wars thing. It's like the further and further you go down that path, the harder and harder it is to come back. And the more hate you feed into, the more it just pulls you over to that side. So, I mean, he hates Carly, wants to kill her. Once you've done that, it's, a, it's sort of a domino effect, right? He's already in that yeah. sort of zone. I can definitely, I can easily see that. I don't yeah, think, maybe right. I mean, obviously he's not going to kill them both, but. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a crazy end of the show, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that would be Falcon and Winter Soldier die. That's <laughs> yeah, they're they're dead, and now John Walker is is the new Captain America, and you have to deal with it, America. <laughs> it takes Bucky's arm and takes the shield, <laughs> wings. <laughs> but yeah, um, another really good scene. I, I, one thing I caught too when he's talking to the parents, Lamar's sisters looking at him like you look like you lying yeah i kept thinking she was gonna have a line i thought maybe she was gonna follow him out and and talk to him privately and and she didn't get a line she just she was just there yeah and it it could be just nothing right it could she was just doing her thing in that moment but that look she gave him was a look of distrust Mm -hmm. i saw it too yeah okay so i don't know i don't know if it's gonna lead to anything that might be the only time we see lamar's family but I don't know. Maybe it was just the thing that I, I saw, but I'm glad you picked up on it too. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's worth mentioning, but I, I kind of, I, I, I feel like we won't, I feel like we won't see any resolution come out of that. No. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, evil Sharon Carter. Can we talk about Sharon Carter yet? <laughs> we we get, what, what do we get, like 20 seconds with her this episode? Very, very minor. Makes a phone call to a Frenchman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you think what I'm thinking. That was GSP on the phone. It was. 
Yeah. It was. Uh, I So, okay. The reason that I thought that I was going to catch it and you didn't was because I watched with the subtitles on and it, it, it says, it confirms that. It's, his character name is Batroc, B-A-T-R-O-C. And so uh, he was in the subtitles as, uh, I think it said like, Batroc yelling in French or something like that in, in parentheses. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't catch it on the first watch. Um, mm -hmm. but I also didn't know he was coming in another scene later on. I just was like, oh, she's just talking to us. I didn't even notice it was in French. Like, oh, she's just mm -hmm. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, calling in a favor. Yeah, and then my second watch, knowing that GSP was coming, Batroc was coming, I was, mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. That's, that's French. We know French guy's coming in. Oh, it sounds like him. Oh, my God. That's, it totally that's is. the guy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm wondering what's the what's the relationship? Are they business partners? Does he work for her? How does I mean? There's there's so many questions now with that relationship. I mean, we know that he's a weapons dealer. We know that Sharon is is shady. Um. So they allude to uh they allude to Batrock working for her in the past, and now she wants him to do another job, and she can pay double. So this is a big job. I'm wondering what this job is. Uh, I mean, I think that we're going to see the conclusion of that in the next episode. Do you think it has to do with the flag smashers and, and sabotaging them? Do you think it has to do with these weapons that he's dealt to, to Carly? What are you thinking? I'm, I'm thinking he might be a plan by Sharon and the power. I think she works for the power broker. Okay. I really do. I think she, like, she seems shady enough. Um, I don't think she is the power broker. I know we keep talking about that off and on. I don't, I don't, I think yeah. the power broker is a different thing, but I think she works for him. And yeah. I think that, you know, she said she, she's calling in a favor, right? So he doesn't necessarily work for her, but she's paying him. So I guess by proxy, he is working for her yeah. moment. But he, when he has an interaction with Carly in that park, he says he wants to kill the Falcon. So at this point, he and Carly have at least a common goal, or he knows Falcon's going to try to stop her. That's his chance to get revenge. Yeah. But I think that she's planning, she being Sharon Carter, is planning him with Carly to maybe sabotage that and then also um, something to do with the power. I think there's something to do with the power broker on that because the power broker still hasn't had his issue resolved with Carly for stealing the serum. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder... I'm sort of I'm sort of just trying to put the pieces together now as we're talking. Yeah. Is, I don't think that Sharon is opposing Bucky and Sam yet. Mm -hmm. But I but I don't think she doesn't know that he wants revenge on Sam. Right. So I don't know. Something big is gonna is coming coming to a head, and I I it's I can't quite. Put into words what my brain is telling me it is. Let me give it a shot. Okay. So, uh, Sharon work. Okay. I, I agree with you. I do think that Sharon works for the power broker and I think that she wants to keep that alliance because of necessity. I don't think that she loves the power broker. I don't think that she even necessarily wants to continue working with the power broker. However, because you know, now that she's been working with Sam and Bucky pretty faithfully, everything that they've needed, she's been able to help them with. Right. And I think that she, sees them more as friends and allies than the power broker. Okay. So 
if she feels that she might, or I think that she feels that she can't get involved publicly because that will ruin her relationship with the power broker. But if she can use a Patsy, if she can use uh, George St. Pierre, uh, we just said his name, Batrock, if, 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 if she can get him involved, then the power broker will see him going against him rather than Sharon. Okay. All right. So that way, Sharon keeps her allegiance with both parties. Right. Okay. Right. I think that GSP is definitely a plant to um, to thwart Carly in some way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. If she's working for the power broker, he still needs revenge for not getting the serum back. That's that much as I think is clear. Yeah. And then, of, but then, of course. Batrock still wants his revenge on Sam. And so, yes. you know, he, he really has no lead. He's just trying to get paid, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I think that, I think there is some ties with Sharon Power Broker and Carly that they're hiring Batrock for, but he's obviously double agent-ish for Carly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think that you're right in that I don't think that, um, I don't think Sharon knows that Batrock has had run-ins with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I don't think that Batrock knows that Sharon knows right. Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. So there, there's a lot of moving pieces with this. There's, there's some, some double crossing, and there's, there's a lot of, a lot of allegiances that that need to be uh, thought of during all this. This is hard to speculate on, but I, I do think that um, having uh, Batrock. Um, sabotage Carly's plans uh, is, is going to be key to uh, to the next episode. And then I wonder if that then turns Carly a bit to where she sort of aligns with Sam and Bucky in the midst of whatever this final battle is going to be, where we, ha- like you said, there's so many moving pieces here where we obviously have the, the titular characters, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. We have Carly. Walker's going to come back in at some point, right? And now we've thrown Batrock in there with sort of in the wind and the wings. We still have Sharon ish and mm-hmm. this mysterious power broker figure that is yet to be named or revealed. There's some crazy stuff is going to come to a head in this final episode, I think. And I agree. It's very hard to speculate on. So, so to summarize after, after the dust settles uh, on this episode or on, on, you know, like the first act or whatever of season uh, of the first episode, or I'm sorry, let me start over <laughs> when the dust settles uh, after the first act of this last episode, you think it's going to be, you think the allegiances are going to be Falcon and the winter soldier plus uh, Carly and the Flag Flag Smashers versus Power Broker, Sharon, Batrock, and then, and probably John Walker, right? In some, yeah, I think in some version. I don't know if it's Carly and the entire Flag Smash. I mean, how many of them? There's, I guess, probably seven at this point of them. Carly and her super soldiers, I should say. Not the Flag Smashers, because that kind of refers to the the group as all the, the, the following. Uh, I'm mainly just talking about her her group of like six super soldiers or whatever. I think so. I think some on some level, I th- I think there's going to be a point where you mentioned it earlier. Sam and Bucky are going to be talking to Carly, and they're going to sort of get where they need to get with her. They're going to be on the on the cusp of helping her out and and the and the and and, and 
keeping her from hurting any more people. And then Walker mm-hmm. will come in at some point and GSP or Batrock will also figure into that somehow. I do think Carly, um, I do think Carly is going to die though. There's I think been, so too. There's been too much between Zemo saying that they should kill her. Walker obviously is out for blood. There's still that little bit of Zemo's telling Sam a couple episodes ago or last episode, you know what you're going to have to do, right? So that's to, to Bucky this episode as well. There's too much there that I think she is going to end up dying. Um, and I think that it'll happen sort of in that weird mix up between all these <laughs> moving pieces. In the confusion. Yeah. I, I think that we're going to see uh, John Walker killer and then, you know, really, really solidify his place as the villain of this season. Yeah. I think so too. Which is wild because I'm thinking back to our first episode and, um, the first time we see him at the very, very end. And I thought he was just going to be this goofy Mandarin version of <laughs> Captain America, right? This just mm-hmm. like sort of false thing. And yeah, it blew me away at my expectations for sure. I was not expecting this turn. So. It, it's really crazy how much they've, how much content they, they've crammed into these very few episodes. You know, whenever I, I see the, you know, a show's coming out and it's only going to be six episodes. I'm wondering how they're even going to have enough plot to fill. Uh, you know, it, it just, they, and they've done marvelously. They really have. <laughs> marvelously. <laughs> Unintentional. Um, yeah, because, I mean, we, we only see John Walker at the end of the first episode. And by the end of the fifth episode, he's a completely different person. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um We'll see that. I mean, that we got a lot of, of conversation out of that 22nd Sharon Carter scene. Yeah. Uh, but I agree. They've done a really, really good job with, with moving these pieces along and, and keeping us guessing. Cause there's some things where we're looking at and saying, okay, Sam is, is obviously accepting the mantle of Captain America. That's sort of, that's what they left us on this episode. I mean, there's a little bit more that we could talk about between him getting to move with the shield a bit and, and, and right. learning how to do that. And, um, and then, of course, we see they're about to attack New York. Um, I think we sort of, we can tie that into the speculation we just, we just did, we just talked about. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we can, just, we can uh, confidently say Sam is accepting the mantle of Captain America. Um, and we're going to come to one wild uh, final battle next episode. Yeah, I can't believe they would show us that detailed of a training montage with the shield and the trees and the jogging and the push-ups. I, I can't believe we would see all of that. And then for him to open up that uh, Wakandan's uh, briefcase and then it'd be another Falcon shield or another Falcon uh, outfit. You know, I, I mean, it's going to be a cap thing. It's going to be, uh, I mean, you, I guess you probably know more than I do because you've seen the toys. <sighs> I, I, I really want to ask you if it has wings, but I also don't want to know the answer. <laughs> well, uh, because got about five days to wait, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can wait, I can wait, I can't. I also don't want to say it on here and then ruin it for. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm very much looking forward to what's in that case, and uh, I'd be willing to bet it's red, white, and blue. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be a fun reveal, I think. My fr- my friend, I was talking to him about it last night. My friend Matt, and he 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 immediately thought that it was he was going to become Black Panther, and I was like, "That's a wild, <laughs> that's, that's a wild. leap, that's a leap and a half." <laughs> I, I get it, like you you got it from Wakanda, but that's a 
That is an ambitious ask, <laughs> considering <laughs> Sam Wilson was never Black Panther in the comics. Um, but that that would be cool. Like I had never thought of that, but um, yeah. I think it's going to be a fun, fun reveal, a fun episode. We're going to get, I think, a lot more fun character moments. And you know, where this episode five was very plot and character driven, I think episode six is going to be just balls to the walls from from start to finish. I, I hope that I hope that there are still some nice, uh, you know, Marvel comedy moments. Uh, I feel like they they've really set themselves up to to be, you know, to have this grand finale of fights in this last episode. But I do hope we still uh, get some Marvel magic with uh, the comedy because they've uh, everything. All the jokes have hit for me throughout this series. I've been very impressed. I agree. I thought one of the funny ones from this episode was was um, Hi, I'm Bucky. Oh, I'm Sarah. And Sam just like, hey, hey, Sarah. <laughs> don't look, don't talk to my sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of the, all the, all of the nice, uh, you know, boat fixing that, uh, that Bucky does, you know, he's a super soldier. He's got a metal arm. You know, I can make short work of this. You just twist this, you just carry this big giant engine block, you know, whatever you need, man. <laughs> Why didn't you use the arm? Oh, I, I don't immediately think of it. I'm right-handed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's comedy gold. Yeah, I agree. Like that that whole sequence of Bucky pops up in Louisiana up until he leaves, and we see them sort of uh, solidify their friendship, brotherhood. We still get the the back and forth, witty banter, and and not even like just banter, but he lifts up the railing, and Sam's just like, you know. <laughs> We still get those fun moments between the two of them. And they, they, they did a really, really good job with that. This whole, yeah. this whole show, I thought. Yeah, I super agree. So any, uh, anything else you had written down or? No, that, I think that covers all my notes. Um, Carly's attacking the GRC in New York. And we're going to see Sam put on a new suit. That's, that's the end of my notes. Yeah. Very excited. Very excited well, I- for the next episode. I am too. And yeah, just to kind of wrap it up, I guess. I mean, I thought really strong episode. Um, I, I hyped myself up a little bit too much when we found out there was going to be a surprise character. Um, Val is intriguing enough. I, I was hoping for somebody a little bit bigger, but you know, you can't, can't ask for too much. Right. We'll see. What I agree with that. And- I agree with that. I think that I also think that this, this episode was the first time that it wasn't better than the last episode. I do think episode four was a stronger one. I agree. Um, you know, not to, to crap on this episode because it was very, very good. But man, uh, the the finale of season or of episode four with the the execution that two that was just crazy. Episodes, right? Just two very different. Like that, yeah. After you get the end of episode four, you kind of hope to have that holy shit moment again, right? And you you didn't get it this episode, but you did get a lot of really strong moments. And it, I think it really set the table nicely for episode six. So I agree, not as strong, but I, I think that we'll appreciate it more after next week. Yeah. And I don't know if they've announced, um, you know, how long this finale is going to be, but I, I, I always hope that finales are going to be a little, little longer. I, I think that it's not too much to ask for like an hour and a half long episode. Um, I really hope that they do that. I would be cool with that. Yeah. I mean, this episode was the longest one so far. I think it was an hour long if you include a little bit mm-hmm. of credits. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, the next episode was about the same or maybe an hour and 10. 
hour and a yeah. half. I think I agree. I don't think that's too much to ask, but I think it's a little ambitious for a show. Um, I would be down for it. I, I, give me two hours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The full movie. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah, absolutely. Hour five, hour ten, I think is probably what we could expect. Yeah, I agree. So, well, folks, uh, if you made it to the end with us, we really appreciate it. Jack, you said you wanted yeah, to Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a couple shout-outs I want to make. I want to shout-out uh, Ryan for being our first Instagram follower <laughs> and Booster Greg for being our first Twitter follower. You can catch yeah. us on, uh, on Instagram, StreamCatchersPod, or on Twitter at Stream underscore Catchers. Make sure you hit us up on YouTube as well. It should just be Stream Catchers Pod. Um, at this point, we're on all the platforms, iTunes, Spotify, um, Overcast, Pocket Cast, whatever it is, we should be on there. So uh, thank you guys so much if you're listening. Um, if you can give us a, a little rating on, on Apple, that'll help us out a, a lot as far as the algorithm goes on that. So, um, and again, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, and message us about your crazy theories because we'd love to talk about them on the show if you've got them. Yeah, definitely send stuff in. If you guys want to, if you, you know, Jack gave a shout out to some of our followers. If you want to throw out a crazy theory we can chat about next week, we would love to hear about it. So, yeah, um, absolutely. Until until next time. time. Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) Catch you later.